0: You are listening to South Florida Sunday. We thank you for being with us this morning. Our next guest is Joe Tosti, Director of Behavioral Health at Genesis Community Health. Joe, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be
1: on the show. I really appreciate it.
0: Now, we have a lot to get to, and I know you have uh, an event coming up that we want to talk about, but uh, since this is your first time being with us on South Florida Sunday, Mm -hmm. could you give us an idea of what's going on over at Genesis Community Health? Tell us a little bit about it so our listeners have an idea of what you're all about. Sure.
1: Genesis Community Health is a federally qualified healthcare center where we have centers located in Boca Raton and Boynton Beach, Florida, where we provide medical, dental, and behavioral health services to people in the community that might not otherwise have access to those services due to economic issues and what have you. That's what we offer. We also offer School based programs at Atlantic High School and Boynton Beach High School, where for free we provide uh, mental health and medical uh, services to students.
0: Now, May, National Mental Health Awareness and and Trauma Informed Care Month. Uh, Tell us exactly. Tell us about that.
1: Sure. Um, May was chosen as a proclamation in Palm Beach County as the National Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, due to the, uh, the, the increase in the amount of people that are, that are really suffering right now with anxiety and depression and trauma, and really the Get Your Green On campaign was started in 2016 by healthier Delray Beach and students from Atlantic High School, that those specific teenagers wanted to bring awareness to the community regarding mental health and wellness. So it's been around since about 2016.
0: Now, as you mentioned, you're seeing an increase in uh, folks with mental health issues, uh, and I'm going to guess that that's probably very directly related to the COVID-19 pandemic.
1: Yes, yes, most definitely. We have seen throughout my practice in the Genesis Community Health an increase in anxiety and um, stress and, and really the inability to cope with the new, um, new that I call is, I call it basically a collective trauma that we've all together as people went through a situation where we couldn't really have social interactions with people. We missed family members. We had loved ones in nursing homes where we couldn't have contact with them only through a window. And we all had to go through that loss, that grieving loss.
0: And, um, what are some mm-hmm. tips? What are some tips for folks who are listening to us right now? Uh, because obviously, uh, mm-hmm. folks with uh, severe cases would want to reach out to uh, folks like you. But are there some mm-hmm. things that folks can do to kind of uh, heal themselves from some of this uh, COVID nineteen trauma?
1: Absolutely absolutely part of that is is what i do um, throughout my personal life and i normally don't speak from a book i speak um very plainly is is giving ourselves some compassion and self-care and really working on patience and all of us working together and and acknowledging this is a new environment for us a new world that it's going to take time for us to get acclimated to and what I teach students at school and adults, that it is okay to feel feelings such as anger, anxiety, all of the above. It's okay to feel those feelings and to, and to work them out. And practicing self-care, I think, is so critical right now. Whatever the, your hobbies might be for the listeners that are listening, yoga, meditation, just learning new things. And it's okay to take a time out and, and take care of ourselves, whatever that means to you.
0: You know, you mentioned hobbies. Uh, I just read a report. Yeah. I just read a report here mm-hmm. recently uh, where the Fender uh, guitar company ha- said mm-hmm. that that they have uh, sold more guitars in the last year uh, for the year than they ever had in the history of the company, and the company's been around since 1948. So music mm-hmm. uh, would play a big part. I would help in in helping folks overcome uh, the the malaise that has set upon us due to the pandemic. Oh
1: goodness! Yes, most definitely. Most of my students I work with, like, they love to either draw or write poetry or sing. I would definitely include music with that.
0: And most uh, definitely. And you were talking about anger, boy. All you have to do is go to the uh, nearest mm. nearest gas station to see that uh, there is does seem to be an awful increase in anger. Is is that a is that a a pretty common side effect to folks who are suffering uh, through this pandemic? this kind of last question,
1: out. a good question. And
0: yes, um, we've seen an uptake in
1: anger in people that are seeking services for anger management. Mm-hmm. And when I work with people, I look below the anger into their fear. What are they afraid of? Um, and part of that is, is looking at our own mortality. This was, this is this scary times for all of us. And anger comes out as a lot of fear. We're afraid. So part of that, if someone is experiencing a lot of anger right now, is to really um, get with the professional and, and, and talk about your anger and learn techniques on how to manage that.
0: And, of course, uh, are we seeing also an mm-hmm. increase in domestic violence?
1: Yes. Um, quite tragically, yes. during um, Especially when we were in um, basically isolation and lockdown, there was no ability to, to leave so unfortunately victims of domestic violence were in the same area as the perpetrator and we had exacerbated increase in anxiety and depression and anger so there was there is an uptake statistically in domestic violence cases unfortunately
0: and you you did mention young people uh, teenagers and mm-hmm. and uh, and young folks and you know the yeah. a lot of college campuses have been on lockdown a lot of young people have been uh, doing most of their classes from home on, on uh, the Internet. Uh, and, and how has all of this been affecting our young people?
1: Oh, goodness, yes. It has because they don't have the ability to interact with others. Part of being a teenager and being a young person is being active with other people and socializing. That is perfectly natural and normal. And during the pandemic, they, weren't, they couldn't do that, so they missed out. And that is very critical to their development to, to, to socialize. So we see a lot of anger and suicidal thoughts and self-harm. And as parents out there, if you're listening, if you have your children right now that are suffering, please reach out. We're here.
0: You know, Genesis. I, I have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked a lot uh, with my wife about how disappointing mm-hmm. it must be to a young uh, student who, from the first grade, you know, the parents have always told mm-hmm. them, you know, get that high school diploma and and go to that graduation and and mm-hmm. and now we've reached a point where they've 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 reached that milestone in their lives and there's no uh, real mm-hmm. celebration, you know, there's there is no prom, there is there is no graduation exercise. Uh, so that I imagine mm-hmm. that would weigh heavily on a young person as well.
1: Absolutely, I have to give a salute to a lot of schools that are trying to improvise the best they can. But parents, when they notice that their uh, teenagers are graduating and they're having depression and looking at their really grieving that loss, because that's a major milestone for adolescents, graduating and moving on to college. And they don't, they don't have that experience of walking across the stage and getting their diploma. That is a big deal for, for teenagers. So when parents are aware of that, the best thing you do is sit with them and talk with them and normalize what they're feeling. Say it's natural and get them to talk to a professional.
0: And now uh, we're seeing some positive signs. Now, uh, the CDC mm-hmm. coming out here recently saying that uh, if you're double vaccinated, you, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. So um, mm-hmm. uh, do you think we're getting to the end of the pandemic and, and what are some tips uh, for folks to practice now that we're in this kind of a post pandemic phase?
1: Perfect question. Yes, it looks like the CDC is recommending um, if we're indoors, um, maybe masks are not 100% necessary. I would always follow those recommendations, of course. But I would take my time. It is okay to be patient. We don't have to jump in and and, and congregate in large crowds like we used to. This is a time to be aware and to... um, Take our time and be aware of our surroundings, and, and follow the recommendations. And normalize that when you first go on, when people first go out into a crowd, you're you may feel anxious and angry and not want to get close to people, and that's natural. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, to I feel like that. <laughs> I. It's funny. Uh, the day after mm-hmm. the CDC made that announcement. Uh, I had to mm-hmm. stop into a local uh, retail store in Fort Lauderdale and uh, started <laughs> to reach for my mask. and then I thought, well, wait a minute, i've I've already been double vaccinated. i I, I don't need to wear a mask. And I walked into Mm -hmm. the store and I I was overcome with this feeling of guilt. I felt like I was doing something wrong, even though I knew I was double vaccinated and I knew I wasn't Mm -hmm. a threat. So I guess we're going to have to go through kind of a deprogramming, uh, especially because the mask has become kind of a political statement. So we're going to have to deprogram ourselves, I guess, uh, to to modify that that behavior that Mm -hmm. we've been carrying on for over a year now. Exactly.
1: Exactly. We went through the crisis. And now we're on the downtake of that crisis, and it's going to take time to adjust, most definitely. well, it's natural to feel that guilt.
0: Right. Well, Joe, uh, Mm -hmm. for folks who are listening to us who uh, have Mm -hmm. maybe we've, uh, you know— touched, I don't want to say touched a nerve, but maybe we've hit home with them about some of the Mm -hmm. things that we've talked about here, and and they might Mm -hmm. want to uh, discuss what they're going through a little further with someone uh, over there at uh, the Behavioral Health, Genesis Community Health. How can they reach out to you?
1: Good question. They can go directly to our website, and there's a place where they can email me directly, and I will contact them directly via my phone. And I can explain to them our process of how to make either a telehealth appointment or if they're comfortable, I meet people uh, face-to-face, six with feet apart, of course, and all that. Um, but they have to reach out. The best way is to reach out directly to our website.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for mm-hmm. being with us today and telling us about uh, uh, what's going on over mm-hmm. at uh, Genesis Community Health, and I uh, appreciate mm-hmm. your insight, and we hope we'll get some folks mm-hmm. to uh, reach out to you and, and, uh, and, and seek some help and guidance from you. So thanks for being our guest this morning mm-hmm. here on South Florida Sunday.
1: It's absolutely my pleasure. Anytime. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our weekend special. Save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.
0: Peloton, let's go! This holiday...